the recording from the Consciousness Rising Summit hosted by Viola Hug in early 2020. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Consciousness Rising Summit. It's Viola here today, joined by Michaela. Hey, Michaela. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. This is going to be so fun. <laughs> I know. It's going to be the funnest. So, um, Michaela's awesome because she is like, she, I don't even know how to describe her. She's like this <laughs> like luxury, bougie unicorn that's like <laughs> out of nowhere, slash, we connected on oh through my podcast I think last yeah. year and um she's just such a fun vibe and like I what I love about her is she's like so real in this world in terms of like she's totally here to experience everything life has to offer and she's doing that through being connected with everything that's spiritual and quantum and magical which I think is just like the coolest combination and perfect for the summit so I'm just opening up my phone so I can get the comments. So I'm really excited. For those of you that are new to the group, welcome. If this is the first time that you're meeting me, I'm Viola Hug, and I'm a coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. And I really put this summit together because I just had a feeling that it would be fun to have incredible conversations with incredible women about high dimensional things and just create a space where the leaders that are called to rise right now can really feel that energy and really step up and just like own that because... Hello. Um, <laughs> so Michaela, do you want to do like, uh, like kind of share a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, of course. Thanks for the beautiful intro. I feel like a sparkly unicorn. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi guys. My name is Michaela. I go by Michaela J online. J is my middle name, not my last name. I always like to preface that. <laughs> and I'm a luxury success coach. So I teach women how to optimize their mindset for success and automatic manifestation. I believe that like Viola said, I'm really into the luxurious living. I love all things Louis Vuitton. I love Dior. I love traveling first class, staying at the Ritz, all of the really nice experiences life has to offer. And it's like, okay, well to make that happen, what do you need to have? You need to have money and success and you need to have freedom on your terms to be able to travel the world and go shopping whenever you want and do all of those things. So it's like the easiest way to do that is optimizing your mindset for success, which we'll be talking about today with the DNA coding, which is like one of the big, big things that I work on myself. So that's what I teach all of my people to do. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And you, you're just like currently in Nebraska after you've been in like mm -hmm. Bali since pretty much the start of the year. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I was gone for about three and a half months. I was in Mexico. I hosted a retreat in Tulum and then I had to go to a wedding in Mexico. And then I was in Bali for three months and I had to go on other trips, but I just kept canceling them and staying in Bali. <laughs> so I just got back to the States a couple of days ago. It's been really interesting and different, but I am moving to LA in a couple of weeks. So all the things are happening. <laughs> it's a beautiful mansion, by the way. Yes. Oh, I'm so freaking excited. Like when I drop like a tour of the house, like a video, everybody's going to freak out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen a sneak peek and I'm dying. Like, yeah. <laughs> like every time you post anything about it, I'm like, more, more. Yeah, right. Um, okay, hello to everyone who's joining. Hi, Aishu. Hi, Karen. I know, I'm so excited. Hi, Kirsty. Who else is here? Tiffany, Jeanette. Um, oh, my goodness. Vanessa. How do you say your name? Sel Selena? I'm assuming. Selena, let me know if you um, pronounce it differently. Amber, hello. Good morning, everyone. And Michaela's here. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got up the comments. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, Violin. You go by uh, 
by by V, right? By Elaine. How do you say your name actually fully? But I know I I think you go by V, same as me. <laughs> the um, hardest part is figuring out names. <laughs> I know, and and it was also super confusing because I did a podcast with someone. And she's from, well, she lives in the States, but her family's, or no, she lives in Canada and her family's from um, Europe somewhere. And it's spelled Catherine, but it's pronounced Katrina. And that was just like a total thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like Selena. Okay, cool. All right. So I'm really, really excited to jump into this. Like, let's first of all, like, we're going to be talking about quantum coding, DNA coding for luxury living, which is amazing. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more for those that are maybe either new to this concept or maybe just like starting to learn about this concept? What is the whole concept behind like this coding? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the coding is really something that I've tapped into and been learning about this year. And it's not even something I've been learning from different places, just been experimenting with personal development and different concepts on my own in my own consciousness. But the idea is that like we have our DNA in our bodies. And when it comes to things like biohacking, you're really biohacking your brain. And so I wanted to take a step deeper and start to kind of biohack my own DNA. Because it's like, if we can biohack our own brain what and change our lives in that way and change our habits or patterns or mannerisms, imagine what it would look like on a cellular level in our own DNA. And I came across this because I was doing some really interesting research um, with the human body because I found that with manifestation, I wasn't finding a lot that was connecting with your this, this physical 3D-ness of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I wanted some connect, some science behind it. And I actually found really interesting research about the microbiome that lives in our gut. It's basically the home of um, all this bacteria in our body. And I found out that we are 50% this bacteria and 50% um, human DNA. So we're only half human DNA and we're only half like of this bacteria. And the way the bacteria communicates, because bacteria is alive, it communicates through your nervous system. So it makes you feel certain things, makes you crave certain things. It gives you all these intuitive nudges. And that was kind of the science that I was looking for. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. We're half this human DNA and half this bacteria that has its own agenda that is literally communicating with us through our feelings. I'm like, if that's not intuitive guidance, I don't know what it is. If that's literally not the universe, then like, I mean, I'm just completely wrong and I should just shut down my whole business at that point. I'm like, I'm like, you can't prove me wrong. So I started to study that and I was like, wow, well, if there's the half human DNA part and we're half like guidance, how can we optimize this half human part? Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it was just kind of a concept that I was playing with. That's the fun thing. And I've seen you've been talking about this more, just about consciousness. It's lots of concepts and there's not, it's always very up and coming. There's not like a, one, two, three, four step process for, you know, upgrading your DNA. You know, it's a very interesting thing that we're constantly discovering. And so for me, it was like, okay, how can I optimize my DNA for success for the things that I desire? And it had to do with a lot of different things. Like you would assume maybe in a lab, if like cells were being messed with in like a scientific lab, it's like your environment matters. The vibrations matter, of course. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where it started for me. It was starting from really interesting research I was diving into and then me conceptualizing it and saying, okay, well, how can we actually take this to a cellular level? If there's already things going on, like consciousness stuff happening, how can we be more intentional about it for our human half. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And that's like, it's so interesting because that's so much where my kind of concept came from. And it's so funny, like you hear people talk about in the spiritual world that they're like very much like connected with the stars and why are they on earth? And like, you know, oh, I just, you know, want to spend all my time up there. And then there's like definitely like more grounded energies, but I've always like really resonated with both. I'm like, I feel like a star being, I feel galactic. I feel like all these like connections with that side of myself, but I also freaking love being human. Like I love being on Mm -hmm. earth. I think the human body is like the most miraculous thing ever. I was actually talking about this on a podcast the other day. Like for me, the concept of self-love was something that I didn't necessarily come across because I like hated my body and I was like, Oh, I should fix that. Like, I mean, of course everyone kind of has like probably on themselves, but for me it was because when I did my bachelor of science, which some of you might not even know that because this was like so long (laughs) ago now, uh, I did my bachelor of science in human nutrition, biochemistry, um, all of these like really interesting concepts. And when I was learning about like the human body, like how exactly what you just said, like how our gut is communicating with our body, it's like literally the second brain, they call it because there's so much going on down there. But then as well, like how every single cell is communicating, how like depending on how we feel, depending on what we think, depending on um, what we eat, depending on our environment, literally different parts of our DNA are expressed. Yeah. Like it was blowing my mind so bad that I would literally just like have like existential crises in a good way. (laughs) where I'd just be like looking at my hands and being like, oh my gosh, we are the coolest (laughs) things in the entire universe. Like, and I'd be like to myself, like, you're amazing. You're doing a great job. Pass it on. (laughs) Imagine them passing it on to each other. I love that. Well, it's so true. Like we are just like so magical and it's Mm -hmm. kind of crazy that we forget that a lot of times. And I'm very similar where I resonate with like being like of the star child type and being really grounded to the earth thing. Like I know my past life story very well. Like I was an alien. I know where I'm from, like the whole nine yards. And so for me, actually my like nightly rituals to go outside and look at the stars because I really do connect with that. But then there's like this human physicalness that's like actually like pretty dope that we get to experience and it's not something I take lightly. And that's why I think it's great with what I do for work because I really connect with the spiritual side and I love this human experience. That's why I like to do the first class travel. I like the nice things. I like, you know, pretty environment and like nice handbags and nice nails and stuff like that. So it's like we get to meet in the middle and the human amazingness is just something that we take for granted often. And I didn't want to do that anymore. And it's interesting that like they teach all of this in school, like the chemistry and the biology side of it, but they don't tie it to spirituality. And I think if there was some kind of curriculum in universities, like we would live in such a different world if they connected it to some sort of spiritual concept would be super fascinating. And Mm -hmm. I just always think, like this is earth life. I don't know when I'll reincarnate to earth next. So it's like, I just want to experience it all like in this like meat sack of skin that I have and do the most that I can. Yeah. Oh my God. I resonate with that a hundred percent. And I think that's like, what's so cool because a lot of the people in the abundant babes group in this circle, like this is what we're here for. Like all of us want to be liberated from the idea that we have to choose, you know, like even mm. the things of like, there's sometimes stereotypes around like if you like the luxury then that's not spiritual or if right. you're, you know the other way around it if you I don't know like there's just like so many things but when I tune into the truth of it for myself it is the right thing 
because mm-hmm. it like it comes from a place of bliss and experience and like desire and all the things that are like pure energies you know which exactly. is so fun and I and it's so cool to see like I just love how as soon as you're like in a vibration like you meet other people that match that so there's just like actually this whole world of people that are like uh yes to human experience yes to yeah. spirituality <laughs> yes to business strategy yes to sales right. yes to handbags like yes to all the things yes to meditation staring at the stars coding our dna whatever <laughs> Yeah. It's like, we just get to follow all of our desires. And I actually think our desires are like this step one. I have this concept that I teach my clients and I kind of, I call it 50 feet deeper because I think of it as like a big iceberg. So it's like the tip of the iceberg is your desire. And we all have different icebergs. It's like, we all desire different things. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that is just the tip of the iceberg. And then you go underneath and I, you know how the bottom of the iceberg is so much deeper. It's like, okay, well Mm -hmm. that is your why it's like, you desire a handbag because you think it'll make you feel bougie. And then it's like, then there's that 50 feet deeper layer. That's all of the ocean underneath of it. And that's the ocean that we're all pulling from. Okay. Mm-hmm. You desire to feel bougie. Why? Because, you know, maybe, I don't know. A lot of times that's kind of some surface level stuff, but maybe it's like freedom or fulfillment or happiness or love. And that's really the ocean that we're all pulling from. So following our desire is kind of like the one, two, three step process of just going deeper into our purpose, deeper into our own consciousness. Since we are all from this like one worldly universal energy, Mm -hmm. always coming back to that. And I find that when we follow our desires, we're really just coming back to that knowing. So it's so divine for us to go after the things that we want. And I think of all of my desires and wishes as literal downloads from the universe. It's like, we all have different ones. And it's like, if I desire to have this mansion in, you know, LA and somebody desires to have a mansion in New York, it doesn't mean that somebody else's desire is like less divine than mine. That's theirs. It's like, we want different things because we are meant to be in different places at different times. Like Mm -hmm. it's always the exact journey you need to be on. So it's like, Mm -hmm. just pick all of the things, just have all of the things. (laughs) And something that's coming to mind as you're saying that is like, I think this is why there's such an importance in releasing shame around the things we do desire. Because like I was just saying, because there are sometimes stigmas to things, even things like, um, the the kind of global consciousness that has been around money like as a mass majority for a long time with things around like all the taboo subjects basically like the desire of wanting more in your life like wanting power wanting money like all these things like there's on a, a bigger scale there's all of these things that have kind of created these layers of shame which um we kind of talked with Aislinn about yesterday like the importance of releasing that but it's like even on like our personal level, like sometimes we don't even know what we really truly desire because everything we desire, we filter through this mask of what's acceptable for me to desire. What are other people going to think about what I desire? And so I feel like one of the first steps is to really just own what you desire. Like if you desire to live in a beautiful cottage because it makes you feel free, that's amazing. But don't only like, and I mean, i living in a beautiful cottage somewhere is like a dreamy <laughs> AF. But it, yeah. at the same time, like sometimes I see people like say, oh, I'd be happy with just like a little three bedroom, you know? And it's like, of course you'd be happy with a little three bedroom. Yeah. It's not about what makes you happy, but it's about what do you desire to experience, mm-hmm. right? Because these things aren't for fulfillment. Those are things for experience. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. That's such a good differentiation because it's like people think the things will make them happy. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if we separated happiness from things, like we would live in such a different world. If you just did Mm -hmm. things based off of desires, not for any attachment, that's when it manifests faster. That's where a lot of people get caught up. They're so wrapped up in the stories. And they're like, I have to be in this place for like this level of happiness. I have to have that bag to feel this way. And it's like, that's where you kind of fuck up the energy. It's like, you can't Mm -hmm. have that attachment. And I love that idea of like, you'll be happy. Here's the thing. You'll be happy regardless. Happiness is a choice. You wake up in the morning and decide to be happy. Whether you live in a two bedroom apartment or a six bedroom house, like you will pick if you are happy or not. You can be just as miserable in a castle if you are miserable at home. So that's always the big shift. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be easier for you to maybe be happy if you're like surrounded by all of these beautiful things, but that's always not, that's not always a given, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Let me look at some of these comments. Um, hey, Amy. Yeah. Hey, Lisa. Um, Vanessa, I tell my husband I see myself as an avatar. I love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so many of us go by V. I love it. It's a great nickname. The same. <laughs> um, Karen says, yes, yes, yes. I'm such a beginner to all of this, but I do know one thing for sure. I found my people. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I, she loves this concept. Oh my gosh. Hi, Angela. Um, Jessica says, yes, there's enough space for all of us to have what we want, desire. Absolutely. Three millimeter shift for me. Amazing. Hi, Allison. Hi, Cassie. Um, If you have any questions along the way, make sure you just drop them in or any other comments. Feel free. Um, Okay. So this DNA coding for luxury living, like, is there, um, so we're playing around with our DNA. We're playing around like with how we're um, shifting our energy to kind of like match different desires. How, how can we like do this for ourselves or like, what do we need to know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one of the most important things that we need to know when it comes to DNA shifting is your environment. And I think of this on like such a scientific level, like think about like something's being manipulated in like a Petri dish in like a, a lab. It's like, there are very specific environments for the things that are in the Petri dish. And it's the same thing for quantum computers. So they're, you know, they've built these quantum computers. The ones that we're on right now are supercomputers and the quantum computers have these tiny chips that have like the tiny, like quantum chip that runs the whole computer. It's so small, but it has this huge like interface all around it. And this huge, like, I don't know, machine, because it has to be in really, really specific environments. It has to be like negative 300 degrees or something ridiculous. So we have to think about that for ourselves. It's like, okay, we have to think about the environment we're being surrounded by, because it also goes to with the saying, like, you're a summary of the five people you're surrounded by. And your DNA is just going to adapt to that. It's like, natural selection almost but it makes <laughs> sense. like for example like other things that come to mind with that is when you live in a really hot climate your body actually um acclimatizes to be more efficient at, at um like uh cooling the body down and so actually when you live in a hot place for a longer amount of time you actually sweat less because you don't need to mm-hmm. like your body's more efficient it's like not it doesn't need to sweat like a crazy person anymore right. to get a, a rid of the same amount of heat and the same when you live in colder environments like your body gets like used to being able to survive at colder environments mm-hmm. and then on kind of like another level when we talk about like vibrations there's a reason people say like carry crystals with you it's not because the crystal is like just got a magical power it's because it vibrates yeah. at a frequency and when you hold it to your body your body matches the frequency 
right? Mm-hmm. Exactly like, it that. makes so much freaking sense. <laughs> <laughs> Science, yes. Science, guys. So much sense. And it's like, so the number one thing that has changed my DNA is the environment. So this can be anything like where you're living, the people you're surrounded by, where are you doing your work? What's the environment around you? And so some things that I really intentionally wanted to shift my DNA around was my idea of success. And not, I guess not the concept for me, success is fulfillment. If I feel fulfilled, then I know I'm, I'm successful in my book, but I wanted to shift like to the next level of success, I guess, in my life. And I was in Bali when I realized all of this, and it's probably my second month there, I was living in this huge villa complex with these like multi-millionaires that had e-com businesses. I was living as a bunch of e-com bros, which was an interesting experience. They were awesome. And they're just, they held themselves in a very specific way. I'll never forget like the first day I moved in and seeing them kind of run around the villa. They were actually throwing this giant like full moon party. So I was like hiding in my room, just observing everything, but they just walked around with a certain level of confidence of like, we don't have to prove anything to anyone. We don't need to be anything other than ourselves. Like they were already successful. They didn't need anybody to confirm that that was very much their vibe. And I was like, wow, like that's the next level shit. Like they're really like, that's just the next level of confidence. And I really wanted to tap into that on a core level without it being a thought. Yeah. Because you know you can tell when people are like really trying to put on the confidence and they're like, okay, I like put on the makeup and I put on the outfit and like I'm confident today. For them, it was just like a natural innate thing. And that's what I wanted to code into my DNA. And so the first thing that changed it was literally living there around those people. It was like watching how they moved and how they functioned. It was like, okay, you get to take that vibration on for yourself. So it all comes down to the vibrations you're bringing around you. And then, uh, so that was part of it. And then with these guys that I lived with, I knew they were all really fit. Like fitness was important to them to get to work out, to sweat, to be active in their bodies, you know, active in their minds. And so I would, I would work out every day, of course. And then I would do like stretching classes with them. And if I was going to go to work at a cafe, I would go to this like healthy cafe in Changu. It's called motion cafe. It's the best. And they do these vegan protein shakes. So everybody there is like these super like fit bros and like girls and like their little spandex and they're all like, just like have perfect abs and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well it's like put myself in those environments of those people because what it really does is shifts your identity. Mm -hmm. Your identity is shifted over and over and over again. You're constantly reminded of it. You just become that person. So the environment was really important. And the thing that I guess one step further from the environment is the feelings that you get from it. You feel on because you're in that place. If you allow yourself to, because there are a lot of moments where you're met with resistance of like, especially if you're like at a healthy cafe, you could be comparing yourself to every girl in there. You could be like, Oh, I'm not eating like the healthy meal. Like she's eating. Oh, you know, there's so much comparison, so much resistance. But the question you have to present with yourself is like, how badly do you want it? You know, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. You're literally recoding the DNA in your body. That's not a comfortable feeling. It's really weird, but you have to choose. Like, I want this success. I want this confidence, whatever you're choosing to recode, how badly do you want it? How willing are you to push through the discomfort? Mm-hmm. And that's like the layer deeper of the the comfort zone because the comfort zone is like the body literally likes to work in a specific way. So the the neural pathways to the thoughts that you have, to the way that you respond to all of the things, to the way the what you're like programmed to see in the world is all like 
actually coded within our DNA, so to speak, right? It's a pathway. Mm -hmm. And when we step out of our comfort zone, what we're essentially doing is we're saying we want to build a new pathway, which is like basically coding DNA in a Mm -hmm. new way, right? And so this is like the layer deeper to understanding why there's that discomfort. And I think this is one of the biggest things to understand for most people is that the next level of what we desire, and it doesn't even have to be like the next baby step, like this can be quantum leaping. This can be like a whole new ball game type vibe Mm -hmm. is it is uncomfortable and you have to sit with the discomfort like you have to be okay with being uncomfortable and still choose um choose to know what's happening for the right reason not like I'm uncomfortable because I'm comparing myself but uncomfortable because I'm choosing that this is the environment that I want to exist in Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's a different vibration than what you're used to. And that's why it's so uncomfortable. Your body is just not used to that. And mm -hmm. it's just really fascinating to observe it. And I totally, I was going to say something and I forgot my train of thought. (laughs) Well, just one thing that popped to mind for me as well is like, I remember even like when I first started earning money in my business, like I remember it was so like when I, I got my first pay, someone paid me the biggest payment I'd gotten in one go, which was $1,500. And I remember being like, Oh my, like I can barely handle it. Like I, at that point, it's the most I'd ever earned in a month in like a really long time. I was just coming out of like my massive debt story, which some of you know. Um, And I was just like freaking out at the idea of $1,500, you know? And it was just like, and I still now a hundred percent celebrate $1,500 or a hundred dollars or $1. Like, of course I'm celebrating that, but it's like, that was like, the biggest deal was the biggest hurdle to overcome to see that come into my life and now Mm -hmm. it's like effortless to make money in at like a new level right and that's like what's interesting then a new level then suddenly 5k suddenly 10k suddenly 15k suddenly whatever becomes like the new normal and it just feels so normal to make that but the next level feels like oh my god I don't know how I'll ever break through (laughs) yeah but you get that at every single level and so it's like there's always this layer of like everything requires a new um, avert a new version of you essentially exactly yeah and that reminded me exactly what I was going to say it's like and that's where we bring in the quantum leaping side of things that's why I like calling it quantum coding because it's like the coding part happens in your day-to-day for me it's like okay what am I telling myself all day what environments am I putting myself in what vibrations am I allowing into my body that's the day-to-day you want quantum coding like at a quantum level you have to do things dramatically different and super uncomfortable. So the first time I realized I had actually done this before I fully knew about the coding concept, I had gone through probably like the most random spiritual weekend ever in Bali. Like it was so random. I had made a new friend and she and I like grabbed coffee and we were just talking at this cafe, like in this pool. And she was like, I'm going to this cacao ceremony in like an hour and a half. Do you want to go? And I was like, um, sure. And it just like oddly fit where the amount of time this ceremony was, was the exact amount of free time I had. And I had never been to a cacao ceremony and I was like, okay. And it felt uncomfortable because I didn't know a single person that was going other than her. And it was at some person's villa, like her friend's villa. I was like, this is really weird, but sure, whatever. And then I ended up crying the whole ceremony. It was so beautiful. The intention setting was amazing. Like it was just like the most spiritual experience. So I have that. And then 
the next day I ended up having this like six hour, like life spiritual chat with like my best friend in Bali. And I just felt like my whole existence shifted then. And then the next day we went to this um, activity called ecstatic dancing where they just play music, just like dance type music. And everybody just kind of dances and moves their body around as they feel called. It's like, it's like a judgment free zone. Everybody, some people will dance with you and they just like do these like weird arm things and nobody cares. It's just like a judgment free place. And so you feel the whole point is getting out of your head into your body. Yeah. So it's like, boom, 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 back to back, all of these like really deep and somewhat uncomfortable, somewhat strange, somewhat out of the normal things. And I was sitting down in that same like health cafe, like two days later, writing my journal, just staring out the window being like, I feel like something is different. And I was sitting there with one of my friends and I was like, I think my DNA has shifted. It was the first time I had ever realized it. And I was like, I really think something dramatically different has happened because I'd been doing the day-to-day little shifts in, you know, in my villa, talking to my roommates, being around like these healthy, successful people. And then I quantum leaped and did things super uncomfortable for an entire weekend, back to back to back. And that is what like recoded everything the first time for me. And I always say a good sign if you have like, I guess, successfully re-kind of coded on a quantum level is you kind of have this moment where you're like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Where everything just feels weird and it feels a little bit off, but in a good way, just because you're in that new level, it's discomfort is really what you're feeling, but you're like, it's like an exciting discomfort. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking out the window and I was like, I just can't formulate a normal human thought. I'm like, my brain's so in the quantum. You feel like a little bit buzzy. You might stand up and feel like wobbly. And that's how I know because I'm like, okay, well, if my body is vibrating and I can't come up with human words in my brain, something has changed on a cellular level. Mm -hmm. So it's just that discomfort piece is so important, doing things dramatically different. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the start of my entrepreneurial journey, I heard like, um, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. I've learned like about spirituality. I'm like, it is like so much deeper than you understand. Like we actually should be totally like excited about discomfort things Yeah, (laughs) when things are uncomfortable. And the other thing with like, um, up level and everything is like you, sometimes you've heard of things called ascension flu. It's like, sometimes you, Mm -hmm. your body actually physically gets sick. Sometimes yes. I like the the one thing as well for me and for a lot of my clients when they're going through this shift as well it's like a feeling of actually being like lost like a little bit confused like I don't know what's going on like I, something's weird something's off I don't get it and it's really interesting because in that place it's almost like I feel like it's where the universe gives us the decision it's like are you ready for this next level or not and so mm-hmm. it's like when we're in that space sometimes what happens is we fully retreat we go I need this comfort I need to go back I need to step back into my old ways and it's like we kind of like shift back or we go oh this that's right no this is the mm-hmm. level I want to stay at and then we just sit in that discomfort for a minute longer and then it's like oh it's fine now <laughs> and then it's dissipated I totally agree with that and what did you call it ascension fluid blue flu oh, flu I was like I've never heard that that's so good and it's interesting because like literally a week after I had that super spiritual weekend I got super sick like bedridden for a week it was literally that and it was the most intense kind of up leveling flu that I had ever had I had gotten like colds and stuff before but it was really really intense and I think the main lesson for me was because like I said one of the things I was really trying to code was a new level of success and embodiment. 
that's what I was really focused on. The people I was around fully embodied that. And so it was like that whole week, I couldn't do anything. Like I had to let my friends come take care of me. I got food delivered. My friends would bring me water bottles. Like I couldn't get out of bed really. And I just had to like watch Netflix and do things from home. And it was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Because first of all, the universe is saying, do you want this or not? And I was like, yes, I want this. <laughs> and uh, the second thing is like, when you are at a new level of success, when you're at a new level of just your beingness, your confidence, you have to be willing to rest. It's like the next level of success, you need to have the next level of like lean back ability is what I'd like to call it. And for me, as I'm such a Capricorn, I'm a manifesting generator. I just go, go, go. I just do things. And it's like, okay, well, I had to learn that lesson of being okay with doing nothing for a whole week, essentially, in order to embody in that, you know, next level of success. In, in that space, most likely, it was like still trusting that it was in process, yeah. right? Because I think that's the thing is sometimes that we, we like pull ourselves back through what's going on in our mind. We go, oh, now I'm sick. Oh, I messed it up. I'm not in alignment anymore. Mm-hmm. This sucks. And then we pull ourselves into that space rather than being like, okay, well, what if this next level is now requiring me to lean back and trust that it's happening, that it's integrating, that it's in process, that it's in motion. And that's like the other piece. And I think that's the other piece that's so uncomfortable as well as like trusting, especially when it feels like in our environment that it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes the biggest difference. And that happened to me at the beginning of January. I was in Bali. When I first got to Bali, I went to a retreat and um, at the retreat, we went and saw this priest. We did like a Balinese cleansing ceremony. And during the ceremony, I was so uncomfortable. First of all, I was outside. It was like, over a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. It was so freaking hot. The guy was speaking Bahasa Indonesian the whole time. So we had no clue what he was saying. And it was just like disorganized and really awkward, but also like a great experience at the same time. And I remember my body just physically like rejecting the whole thing, resisting it so hard. And I was like, wow, I must be really cleansing something that's very deep. It's all that decision. It's like, Well, I could say, oh, well, it's not working. Like, I'm just uncomfortable. This is like a waste of time. But for me, I chose to look at it like, I'm really ridding some demon, apparently. (laughs) And then after that, I got sick for three days. And for me, I was like, oh, well, we're just fully releasing all of this, apparently. (laughs) And you just have to be willing to go there. Yeah. yeah, You also don't need to know what it is every time. Like, I think that's where we get caught up as well. It's like, oh, well, what am I? Mm. It must be a childhood trauma. Like, it must, like, we get so like, oh, we have to know the reason. No, sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't need to know the reason. Sometimes you just need to be like, okay, this is happening. Yeah, exactly. That reminds me of a good piece of like the quantum coding side of things, because it's like a lot of times we'll get these downloads, especially when we're deep in the recoding process, when you're really in it, it's like, you'll get this weird knowing of something or some, you'll have an ending to a relationship or an ending to a business thing or whatever it might be. You're going to have something weird and you'll just have this knowing of like, this is going to make sense in six months. It doesn't make any sense now, but in six months, this will make sense. And you just have to choose to trust that because it's always going to be unfolding. Mm-hmm. I, really, I really love the card from um, the Work Your Light deck. That's the ever um, ever unfolding rose. It's like, oh, you know, I love that one. Downloads is that. Yeah, it's like you think it's always ever unfolding. You don't always have to know that it was like, oh, it was my dad at this time. That's what I'm releasing. Or it was like that high school bully, that blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, everything will release. Everything will dissipate that it's supposed to. And you're not, maybe one day you'll wake up 
you know, think about like that bully from high school and you're just not going to have any ill feelings towards it. And you'll be like, when did I release that? Oh, well maybe in that cleansing ceremony, like it doesn't have to make sense to be working. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We just had so many good comments. I need to go back and have a look. Oh yes. This is from ages ago, but Amber, I've been choosing discomfort on purpose for about a year now. It's weird how all of a sudden things, um, all of a sudden you aren't becoming anymore. You just are this new thing. Yes. Yeah, that's so good. And says, wow, amazing story of your time in Bali. Hi, mm. Ashley. This happened to me this summer. Karen says, I love that when you actually stop to acknowledge the change in your DNA. And yes, V, we have talked about this before. Mm. Um, Amber says around Viola's money program. Yeah, a couple of you have done that program, which is so good. Um, Vanessa says, oh my God, I've been so uncomfortable lately. And Yay! so good. <laughs> Yes, retreating, pulling back, and safe, uh, safety sounds good for a minute. Yeah, mm. it does. It does. Then I'm like, nah, embrace the new up level. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Allison is a Capricorn and manifesting generator as well. <laughs> Jessica says, love what you said, Viola. Staying in power seems like an important key here. Staying in trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. Aisha is currently experiencing this right now. And Amber says, thank you for sharing this. I need to hear it. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Yeah, good. Yeah, this is amazing. Okay, cool. So the environment's like really um, the first most important thing for being able to um, to shift that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny to say it's like environment because I know a lot of people will be like, it's interesting right now because it's like we're all locked inside of our houses. And a lot of people will say like, oh, what if I can't change the people I'm around or like all of that? And it's like, well, you can intentionally look at the content you're, you know, consuming online. Like you can intentionally pick the people you're listening to all day. When I like very first changed my entire life and started going through my spiritual journey, I like lost a bunch of friends because I could no longer relate to them. We just weren't on the same vibration. And I would just have headphones in all of the time listening to podcasts. And it's like, you know, when you listen to like high level people speak consistently, your brain changes the way you think. And it's like, that's the number one thing that I would suggest and just make your bed. Like if you really need like a change environment, you don't know where to start. Listen to podcasts and make your bed, like at least take care of your space as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's so key as well, because I think when it's like, what are we looking for right now? Right? Like we have Mm -hmm. unlimited access to whatever we desire in our lifetime and you can choose to look for the reason you can't have it, or you can choose to look for how you can have it. Like that's really what it comes down to. And it's, it's easy to feel like I always say, like all of our feelings are valid and we have the right to feel annoyed that the people we live with aren't on the same page, or we can feel annoyed that our house isn't the house we want to like our dream house or that we're in lockdown or that whatever else is happening. Like we can choose that and it's totally our right. But do you want to choose that? And if not, like, if you really don't, you're going to find a way to shift your energy. You're going to find a way to, to find things that are going to, um, yeah, shift your environment in whatever, whatever way. Right. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be a choice. And I actually have that realization this week when I got home, because coming home from my trip, this has been the weirdest transition that I've ever had. Like I travel a lot and I was gone for three months in the summer, but I wasn't gone in one place. Like I was traveling around a bunch and this time it was really like I moved my life there and then had to move my life back. And it was a very strange time. And I know when I'm at home in Nebraska, I don't always like feel the best. I don't always feel my host most high vibe. It's not always around like, you know, the same kind of caliber of people. 
And I was just feeling kind of down about it the first two days. But then I had to ask myself, like, I know I won't be able to move for at least another two weeks. Am I going to choose to be sad and down and find all the reasons why this sucks for two weeks? Like, absolutely not. And you just kind of have to kick yourself in the ass a little bit and say, like, if I want to feel this way, my brain will find examples of why this sucks and why I should be sad. But do I want to feel that way for two weeks? Absolutely not. Like, I have a job to do. I have a life to lead. And I have myself to take care of. And I want to live a high vibrational life. That means Hmm. not complaining about every single thing. Not, you know, like not looking for all the bad stuff. It's always intentionally choosing what you're looking at. A hundred percent. And I think that's like such, such a powerful note because when we, it's, I, I, it blows my mind one, how much it really is a choice. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. everything in life is a choice. And also like it becomes a lot easier because when you really consistently are choosing a higher quality caliber level, whatever, you actually set a new standard for what's acceptable in your life, you know? And I find it so interesting now because I've gotten to the point where I have such a high standard for feeling good. I have such a high standard for um, like my relationship with spirit. I have such a high relate uh, like standard for the people that I choose with or follow or whatever, or be led by that when something's been a little bit off, like I can just nip it in the bud straight away. It's like, it doesn't yeah. have to sit in my energy for long before I'm like, I don't like this. Should I say, it's just like, no, I'm not okay with this. Like yeah. my body's down. It's like, well, what am I going to do? Right. Okay. Sleep earlier, rest, go for a walk. Like, what do I need to do to nurture, nurture myself? Not like three, four days deep and being like, Oh, I'm still mm-hmm. exhausted. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, standards up here all the time yeah it's like the shifting quickly it's like and it's just another choice and that's the thing about like the luxury living side of things it's like think about if you were like Kylie Jenner you're like a billionaire you live in this mansion estate property like you have your infinity pool you're in quarantine it's like say one thing goes wrong she's not going to be meditating on that one bad thing for so freaking long like she's making a change she's shifting that and it doesn't matter like money or whatever but it's like any successful people they're making their decisions quickly we don't have time to waste on like the small low vibe things we have all the time and the space to feel good and to shift back into that. It's like, that's how you call in higher vibrational things because you're ghost processing things at a faster rate and the higher vibration you go, the faster things are spinning. It's exactly like your vortex um, analogy that you talk about it just gets faster and faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it. The abundance vortex. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen says, Oh my God, sounds like me listening to things like the summit instead of being in the energy of those that don't resonate with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amber. Yes. Such a uh, funky energy in the second week of quarantine, but I decided to be in my power and shift it. Amazing. So good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to share or that would be like valuable um, before mm-hmm. we wrap this up? I think when it comes to quantum coding, I would say pick your intention for what you want to code. I know it's kind of hard because I'm there's not like a one, two, three process I can give you guys. It's such a concept and you will feel into it and know what's right for you. It's like, pick your intention. What do you want to code into your DNA? And just start with one thing at a time. That's where it'll be the easiest. And soon you'll find like, okay, I coded in that one thing. Let's try and code in this and that. And slowly you'll get faster at 
coding and all the new things, but just pick one intention. What do you want to code into your DNA, into your beingness? That's just a part of who you are. Change your environment. What in my environment does not resonate with that energy? See where you can shift that. See where you can step more into that. And then just following your intuitive guidance. That's where the real shifts start to happen with your DNA being recoded. It's following that inspired action. It's like, I would have never had that super crazy spiritual weekend had I said no to the cacao ceremony. If I had just gone straight to bed instead of sitting down at my kitchen table with my best friend having that conversation, if I had said no to going to ecstatic dancing, it's like where you feel guided, where you feel led, you are supposed to go because those are the experiences where you're going to get the vibrations downloaded into you for the DNA recoding. So it's really important to not overthink it and not second guess yourself. Follow your intuition. It's telling you what to do. Literally, it's your microbiome. Listen to that. It's half of your body. So you might as well listen to it uh, and just set the intention and trust. Trust is a huge, huge thing and know that your discomfort is like the best thing in the world. Yeah. I love that. What a perfect way to end this. So where, where can people connect with you and hang out with you more? Yeah, come find me over on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J. And I also have a podcast, which Viola has been on. Um, it's called the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast. It's that was a really good episode, too. Yeah, it was really good. We talked about money. And I know all of you watching love that shit. So just go listen. I don't know what episode it is, but just scroll down. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll find it. And um, uh, you were also on my podcast. And we also talked yeah. about awesome things. So if you, if you want a, more Michaela, then... um okay thank you so much to everyone who's watching beautiful beautiful thank you so much for the session of course you're welcome Mm -hmm. and for those of you watching the replay i would love to hear your thoughts as well so make sure you comment and say hello and we will see you for the next session with genevieve in like just over an hour Ah, talking about leadership and money so more of these kind of like high lux vibes (laughs) fun All right. Thanks so much, Michaela. And thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.